Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Botanical Transcendence Podcast. My mission statement is to have a unique, individualistic, and holistic approach to healing the spectrum of your well-being and elevating the quality of your overall life. I'm here to inspire you to become your greatest version, to walk you down the path of sustainable health, financial freedom, and living out your soul's purpose. I will guide you through stepping into your own sacred skill set, health empowerment, and attracting financial abundance to live out our birthright of being free. Here you will heal your mind, body, and soul through botanical transcendence. Today I wanted to talk about your why, and that can mean different things for everybody. For me, it means my reason for going plant-based and also my reason for being here and they both correlate together as well too and I feel that they do for everybody essentially. So when making a significant chance or change in your lifestyle, it is essential to have intention with why you are doing it. Without the intention, life has no meaning. Life is purposeful. It is intended. Everything that we do in our lives is intentional and should be intentional in some way to get the best from it. So life without intention feels more fear-based and without a sense of direction. And in return, this is what creates anxiety and, you know, a fear-based lifestyle in the world like we still presently have today. When you focus in on what it is you wish to manifest and attract, the universe does everything to conspire that for you. It is always working in your favor, and all you need to do is meet it halfway with inspired action and be open to receiving. This can be correlated with health and diet as well. Focusing in on your health is delving deeper with your highest potential. We came here to be free to live life on this planet to the fullest, and to become our greatest version. With that, we are naturally capable of achieving optimum well-being, and I feel that it is truly a blessing and a gift. The greatest gift of life is the present moment, and you know all we have essentially is our health. And if we don't have our health and our power within the present moment, then that's when life seems to be fleeting from us. When we feel our greatest, we are then able to do great things. And, you know, there's always the saying of put good in and get good out. And it sounds kind of cliche, but it is also very true as well, too. And it comes down to not only diet with what you eat, but also um, what you listen to and the people that you talk to and surround yourself with and the environment that you live in, because health is a spectrum And it's not just food. It's literally everything that creates our reality and everything that our external world is composed of. So when we set this intention to step into our own health empowerment, it puts out the energy to the universe to align what it is we need to grow and heal through to reach that point. So, you know, along my journey, it's been like the most beautiful journey and experience that, you know, I am currently presently enduring still 
But through any growth, there's always pain. And through pain and, you know, the trialing times, that's when we bring about the most beautiful and essential growth. And health is definitely a journey and it's to be taken at your own pace. And, you know, know that it's not going to be all, you know, beautiful and high vibed and everything. And, you know, it's, it's always a beautiful experience, you know, depending on your perception of it. But, um, you know, you experience some uncomfortable things like uh, the detoxifying of your body of, you know, um, past, your past diet and your past programming mentally as well too. And I know lately for me, it's been, you know, pushing past things that no longer serve me and letting go of those things, both mentally and physically, and really tuning in to what it is that my body needs to actually heal and to thrive. And I find that that has also been um, a lot of inner work as well too with, you know, stepping into my own self-worth of, okay, this no longer serves me. And, you know, it's not really doing much for me, you know, at this point in time anymore. So it's time to let it go. So if you desire to be healthy, do things that are healthy. So, you know, a healthy diet, a healthy lifestyle, and a healthy mind all correlate and contribute into being healthy. Working towards a healthier you requires the intention. If you're eating an unhealthy diet of processed foods, surrounding yourself with low energy, overworking your body, and not tuning in to your self-care, your self-love, it sends out the energy to the universe that you are not open to receiving the health in which you are seeking. So it's, you know, kind of like half-assing yourself, you know, if you're if you're saying that you want to get healthy and then the next second like you're scarfing down a whole cake, <laughs> you know, even if it's a vegan cake, you know, it it doesn't matter, it still comes down to was that a mindful decision or not? Was that conscious? Were you being aware of your body's needs and what, you know, your, your mind and your intuition is speaking to you. If you consistently make conscious efforts to change, the progress will manifest. And I'm sure a lot of you can resonate with this with any change that you have made in your life, you know, whether it be losing weight, you know, if you constantly show up at the gym and you put in the work you see those, you know, the weight start to, you know, shed from your body. Like you see the progress and manifestation and, you know, the inner work showing up for yourself. Like it's all the same. If you are consistently showing up for yourself every day, internally and externally, it will manifest and become your reality. Stepping into your health empowerment is up to you. You are in control of how you respond to life what you eat, what you drink, when you sleep, who you surround yourself with, the external factors that affect your overall well-being. No one is stopping you except for you. And it seems like such a simple thing when it is spoken, but it's one of those things where it's easier said than done. And it can be, you know, such a simple thing with like leaving your job. You know, you can complain about 
how much you hate that job and how much it's not serving you and how much you, you know, you're so tired of it, but you're the only one who's keeping yourself there. The only attachment that you probably hold with that job is the illusion, you know, of a feeling that you won't survive because you need money to survive, which that's an illusion. Money is energy just as everything else. So it can flow as freely and easily to you as you allow it to be. And who knows, maybe quitting that job would open up a new doorway that would bring in like so much financial abundance. I know when I uh, quit like one of my corporate jobs earlier this year, I had full faith in my online business and I just, I quit my job and that's when the universe really started working in my favor, you know, it as it always is, but it really seemed as though things started to flow in a line a lot more fluidly for me. So bottom line, no one is stopping you except for you. So if you have a goal that you're working towards, know that you are the only one that stands in the way of achieving that. So delving deeper on my why, to cover a little bit of the beginning of my journey, I know I did that in my first podcast. Um, like I said, my first reason, I guess, that I really went plant-based was mainly for like the humane aspect of it. I watched a documentary that showed a lot about like the harm of animals and all of the abuse that goes on like within the industry and it really opened my eyes to you know what's going on that we aren't so aware of and that I guess is really what was the catalyst for me to shift my perspective towards a more plant-based lifestyle and over time like even just every day my reasons to be plant-based just continue to deepen and it's really not it's not even a diet it's a lifestyle because it's so crazy you know how life is just all nature like we are nature everything is all part of nature and to me having a plant-based lifestyle is just having a lifestyle based around nature of just being mindful and aware of nature and how coexisting we are with it and the oneness, you know, that we can take on, you know, mother nature allows all that we need to heal ourselves. And when you start to step in and tap into your inner truth and, you know, follow a more plant-based lifestyle, that's when you begin to really feel more alive you know, as alive as nature is, the more that you flood your body with a variety of whole foods and plant life, like you, you take on that energy, you know, because everything is energy and plants have such a high vibe that, you know, a lot of the people that you see eating like the, the raw, you know, diets, like they're, glowing and full of energy and you know not that I like fully contribute or support like one diet over the other but it just goes to show that how amazing the human body is and how well it can embody a particular energy and 
it really becomes a lifestyle and that really intrigues me. Um, so, you know, the humane aspect and healthfully, it's just transcending to form your life around like a plant-based perspective. Um, and it really just comes down to tuning in more to your inner truth. And I know, like I've mentioned this before, but I really feel that my plant-based journey has sparked my spiritual journey as well too, because it has allowed me to let go of what no longer serves me. And in time, like I feel like as each, each thing or like each food or whatever that I let go of, like it feels like I let go of a part of myself. So, you know, the biggest thing when transitioning is letting go of meat. And, you know, another thing would be dairy. Um, but with me, that really for me is, you know, holding the, the unconditional love for all living beings. Like, um, I know I mentioned to one of my friends one day, it's, I don't know if you would say it, it's an abrasive perspective, but it's the truth of kind of just a perspective. Um, we we're sitting outside and her dog was out there and, you know, I, I said, do you think it would be, you know, right of me to go over there, kill your dog and just start eating it? Because essentially that's what we are doing. But the only thing that, you know, we, we try to rationalize this with is, oh, this cow is not part of my family or this cow is not our family dog. You know, I don't have any attachment with this cow. So I'm just going to kill it, you know, because I don't know why, you know, because it tastes good and it gives me protein and I got to have my protein because I'll die if I don't have protein. And <laughs> for me, that just doesn't make any sense. Honestly, the fact that, you know, you can honestly be so selfish to just the fact that animals can't verbally communicate with us. We, by doing that, we are, are taking away their voice and literally saying like, no, you don't matter. Your life doesn't matter. You know, so cows are super intelligent, all Animals and living beings have their own intelligence. They have their own experience that they are enduring. They have families. They have emotions. They have feelings. They they go through stress and through depression and trauma. And it doesn't have to always be that way because we are the most like idolized being on this planet and we put them through the most torture. And the fact that we can take away their voice and literally take away their life just because we either can make money from it or because we don't know what we want. I see that as truly selfish and it just doesn't make sense to me. And also breaking it down, you know, to the perspective of, you know, just looking at a pile of dead meat, okay? Looking at a pile of dead meat and then you're putting that inside of your mouth, inside of your living body, how do you think that moves through your digestion, like through your intestines, like dead carcass moving through your intestines, sitting in your stomach, like plants 
fruits and vegetables take like 30 minutes to an hour to digest. Meat can sometimes take days. So for those people who, you know, struggle with healthy digestion and heart disease and high blood pressure and, you know, every other health risk out there, think of what you're eating. What are you putting in your body? Is it, is it digesting well? Is it helping you or is it healing you? And, you know, when you think about that, like that dead meat, that dead, like low energy sitting in your stomach, think about that sitting there for two days. And then think about if you eat, you know, another something that's processed as well too. That's sitting on top of that. And then think about how just over time that is digesting. And that's something that I feel people are really not thinking about is how, you know, once they put it in their body, how it affects their body. Because, you know, once you eat it, it's gone. Well, no, it's in your body. And that's when it does the most damage is when it's in your body. And digestion digestion is the core to health and well-being. It is literally the core to a happy life because it starts at the base of health. And, you know, when you're healthy, you're happy. And bottom line, be mindful of what you're putting in your mouth because it affects you not only the next hour, but the next decade. It really does. Your conscious decisions in this present moment affect your future. There is actually no such thing as the future, only the creation of the present moment. So I wanted to delve a little deeper on some other aspects on possibly what could create your why, your reasons to transitioning to a plant-based diet or at least providing you um, some more awareness and another perspective to have towards it that can at least contribute to having you be more mindful in what you eat and how you live your life. So one of the first um, main reasons, I guess I wouldn't say main reasons, they all kind of correlate together, but one of the first reasons is for health. And, you know, like I said above, like all we have here is our health. So it's, it's so essential that we are doing everything that we can to work towards achieving the optimum health, the blessing of life that we are here with. And I did a little bit, a little bit of research to provide you guys with some statistics because I know a lot of people, they are the facts kind of people and they like to hear the numbers and they like solidified information because that's just how some people are. So uh, in 2015, the World Health Organization placed processed meats in the same category of cancer risk as tobacco and asbestos. So that to me is so crazy how much toxins literally is contained in this meat. The WHO estimates that diet high in processed meats causes 34,000 cancer deaths per year worldwide and notes that even unprocessed red meats, uh, ones like beef, beef, veal, lamb, and pork are probably carcinogenic. So even if you're not a smoker, you could do just as much damage, if not more, to your body just by eating 
a heavy meat diet. Health risks associated with eating red meat, both processed and unprocessed, are significant and include uh, heart disease, stroke, diabetes, kidney disease, Alzheimer's, liver disease, infections, lung disease, and cancer. And I know people are all about, you know, fighting against cancer and, you know, people tend to think that cancer is, uh, like runs in the family or it's, um, what's the word? Genetic, but, um, plot twist, cancer can actually be prevented and reversed with a plant-based diet and through just eating healthier and being more mindful of your lifestyle in general. Another factor that contributes to, you know, a reason to going plant-based is the environment. Um, I feel that a lot of people are just not aware of the environmental impact that we are leaving here every day. Um, I myself, I currently am working at a, um, like a farmer's market, like a grocery store. And to me, it really amazes me seeing people like, I guess, I, I mean, I can't put blame on anybody because, you know, I still contribute partially to the plastic consumption of, you know, us in general. But, um, you know, seeing so much plastic that just people like we as a collective are generating so much plastic and then we're putting that in like plastic bags that to me like seriously just blows my mind because you know even though it says it's recyclable like people don't always recycle so you know instead of making bags that are recyclable why don't we make stuff that is decomposable and you know not only decomposable but maybe create you know bags or just materials or whatever that has nutrients to feed the soil so that way when it does decompose it feeds the soil and recycles you know that life back into it that you know we have been literally stripping from our environment and breaking it down and you know I know a lot of people are becoming more mindful of our impact on the environment and we have the largest impact here since we are like the largest population of species so being eco-friendly comes down to a conscious level of action as opposed to, you know, just, I don't know. I mean, it really just comes down to the individual's consciousness and how aware they are. Because once you get to that point of like, wow, what am I doing, you know, to contribute to either helping or harming the environment? And once you have that perspective, it really opens your eyes to leaning more towards a plant-based approach of, you know, cutting down your meat consumption and using less plastic and, you know, doing anything that you can really, you know, to leave less of an impact. Researchers found that food production is responsible for up to 30% of total greenhouse gas emissions with animal products accounting for the vast majority, about three quarters of the effects. The report states that projections for the future show that vegan and vegetarian diets were associated with the greatest reductions in greenhouse gas emissions. So this also contributes to water as well too. Agriculture accounts for about 70% of freshwater use 
making it the world's largest largest water-consuming sector. Meat and dairy products lead the way in guzzling up large quantities of water. Producing just a pound of beef requires 1,800 gallons of water. That is absolutely ridiculous. And think of how many pounds of beef we buy each day too. And it's it's just crazy to me. I think if people knew more of like that kind of impact on the environment, they might be more mindful. <laughs> Another study estimated that if the U.S. cut animal product consumption even by half, our food production would require 37% less water. So, you know, if each person... Not to say if each person was plant-based, but if they started to become more conscious of their consumption of meat, we could literally transform our planet. You know, we can't reverse what we've done, but we can prevent further damage with that. Uh, We can also minimize agricultural land use by taking on a more plant-based approach. The report found that agriculture occupies 40% of Earth's ice-free land mass noting that animal products have a large environmental footprint on our croplands. Another 2017 study projected that if Americans ate more beans and less beef, we would require 42% less cropland. And you can probably, well, you can definitely get more protein and a more sustainable source of protein than beef through beans. Um, Obviously, it's a plant-based source, and it also provides you with more vitamins and minerals that our bodies need to thrive. And they're also a lot more easily digested than beef is too. And another reason for taking on a plant-based lifestyle would be for the animals, for you know the other sentient beings that we are here with. This was really like the first door that opened for me, you know, being that I love animals and I know a lot of people love animals and you know I know there's a lot of people that say oh I love animals and you know they still eat meat like that's you know and I don't look down on that you know in any way because everyone is working through their own journey and at the same time you know it just kind of goes to show that I don't know people you just it's really all about the inner work you know because you gotta you gotta do the inner work to really dig a lot deeper. And then once you get there, you're like, Oh, now, you know, I really love animals so much that let me, you know, give up contributing to the harm that, you know, we are contributing to their, their little community. The frequent torture of animals at factory farms includes cows kicked, punched and dragged by the neck. Piglets' tails are cut off with dull blades. Chickens stabbed and stomped to death. Turkeys painfully dragged through electrified water before their throats are cut open, often while the animals are still conscious, and fish are skinned and cut open while still conscious and able to feel the pain. So these animals often endure a lifetime of intensive confinement and abuse. And, you know, being that they are beings of energy, this abusive and stressful, this, you know, this negative energy 
is transferred into the ones eating it. You know, so if an animal goes through that torture and then it's killed, that meat, you know, obviously it's going to whatever production facility and pumped with hormones and, you know, whatever else in there and people are putting it into the bodies and then they wonder why they are depressed or why they don't feel good. Well, you're putting that shit into your body. Like, I don't know, just think about it for a second. Other abuses include thumping where piglets are killed by being slammed headfirst onto concrete floors because they are too sick or aren't growing fast enough. That to me is genuinely fucked up. <laughs> like I don't I don't care like I do care. I but bottom line if it's a pig or a cat, it's the same thing. Whether it's a dog or a cow, it's the same result. It's the same end result. Whether you're killing a cow because you want a hamburger or you're killing your dog because another animal wants a hamburger, it's the same end result. There's no difference. There's no difference. There's, you know, practices such as dehorning and disbudding where farmers burn the horns off of animals, often without anesthetics. Tail docking where cows and piglets have the ends of their tails painfully cut off. Debeaking where the egg and poultry industries cut off the tips of birds' beaks, usually with a hot blade. Ripping out testicles where male pigs are castrated, typically without pain relief. Farmers use a blade or a scalpel to slice open a piglet's scrotum and then pull out the testicles with their fingers. Lovely. <laughs> and that's not all. Not a single federal law protects animals during their lives at factory farms. And the law that's supposed to protect animals at the slaughterhouse, the Humane Methods of Slaughters Act, doesn't extend to birds, leaving them with virtually no protection from abuse. Withdrawing your support of the dairy, egg, and meat industries is seriously one of the kindest things to do. Not only to yourself but to the environment and to the other beings that are here with us. And to some of you, hearing all of that may sound abrasive and like a punch in the throat, but that's just me speaking words. Think about the abuse that these animals are literally going through. And for no reason at all. There is no reason. You know, that's just like you... Being angry one day because you don't know what you want out of life and you see your cat and you decide to go kick your cat and throw it out onto the road and let it get hit by a car. Like, there's no reason for it. There's absolutely no reason for it. And the fact that we have the perspective now that we can live off of a plant-based diet means that there's absolutely no reason that we can't be working towards this this more mindful lifestyle and you know I don't preach this I don't you know speak this to press it upon anybody or try to you know change you or you know make you feel bad about any decision in your life I speak this because this is my truth and this is the truth I speak it because it is my soul's purpose and mission mission 
to raise this awareness to other people and to provide people the guidance that they need to live a happier and healthy life in every aspect. And that means, you know, living a health, a healthy lifestyle of the mind, body, and spirit. And that really starts from releasing yourself from the karmic cycle, the karmic cycle that we enter when we eat, you know, these other beings here, what comes around goes around. And, you know, living a plant-based lifestyle is a karma-free lifestyle because you're creating good karma for yourself and you truly then you tap into the law of attraction and manifestation and abundance. And that's why I said for me, my plant-based journey really was the catalyst for my spiritual journey because I feel that I was able to let go of so many things, you know, that over time they just built up more pain and it took, you know, emotional pain and physical pain, but it's really just about showing up for yourself, showing up for yourself consistently every day and listening to your body and its needs and listening to your inner guidance and knowing that it all correlates together. You know, if you truly want to live a happy life, then it is up to you to step into your health empowerment to take back your life and take control of that. And when we have control in the present moment, that is when we truly, you know, take back our own unique empowerment and step into our divine purpose and live out, you know, the dream life that we all have. So I hope this could serve you in some way. And, you know, even if you don't, you don't have to implement every change, you know, all at once, but it's just about being more mindful and aware. It's just about tuning into your inner guidance and letting go of what no longer serves you. And as long as you're making a conscious effort, then those efforts will start to show and manifest into your reality. So I encourage you today to at least take a piece of advice and follow it and see what it can do for you. Even if it's just you know, cutting out meat for one day and seeing that how, how that affects you and your digestion and your overall energy and just your t- total overall well-being. So I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day and continue to manifest positive abundance.